You're listening to 360 Degrees, the podcast from the University of Southampton's Development and Alumni Relations team with me, Emily Harrison. This episode, we talked to two great alumni, Jess and Alex, about their experiences with placements and internships. They both had quite different experiences of this, so it shows that there's not one size fits all, but that however you choose to go about it, it can really work for you and benefit your career in the long run. They both talk about how to get the most out of these experiences and what they've learned from their time on placement. Enjoy! Alex and Jess, thank you so much for coming on to this week's podcast. Can you start by introducing yourself to everyone listening? Hello, I am Alex. I graduated the University of Southampton with a PhD in electrical engineering a couple of years ago. And before that, I did a bachelor's in electromechanical. Ever since I graduated in 2020, I've been working at the UK Atomic Energy Authority on my degree. I'm Jess, and I also studied at the University of Southampton uh, for my bachelor's degree in biomedical science um, with the unemployment, and then went on from that to start working with the university at the Clinical Informatics Research Unit in Data Management in Medical Research. And I've just started doing my master's still at the University of Southampton um, in public health and nutrition part-time. Amazing. And the first question that I have for you both is, did you both know that you wanted to study your respective degrees or go into your respective career paths always? Or was it something that kind of happened quite organically and was unexpected? I think for me, it was quite organically, actually, because I, I never always wanted to study biomed. That wasn't always the plan. I think growing up, I wanted to be a teacher of some description and maybe go into like English or journalism. And due to like personal experiences, I just started getting more interested in clinical trials and research and where the science was coming from. Like it was it was feeding into medicine, but where was it in the back end sort of thing? But it wasn't until sixth form that I actually was like, no, this biomedical sciences or natural sciences, I think I started looking at first before I realised there was so much variation. Um, I was like, no, actually, that kind of science is what's really gripping me. And science was not something that ever came easy to me. It was not my top ones at GCC or A-level. So it's probably quite a surprise to me and everybody else. But yeah, there was definitely more of an organic process right until the UCAS applications. And Alex, what about you? Yes, I didn't really think about it until year 10. And at this point, I really had to think about what I'm good at, at school at least, which was physics, I suppose. I I did have pretty good experiences in my physics exams, which is probably a very strange thing to say. But I, I found it quite interesting. And some of the things were quite intuitive to me so when it was time to apply when it was time to get you know the UCAS personal statements and all the thing all the type of things out of the way uh I really had to consider what's the applications of these things that I like and know how to do and um, so as a lot of engineers I think around my time well my graduation time and since it was well, renewable energy, like how do we get renewable energy? So I did my research and decided that my degree is 
combining both my desire to work with renewable energy and well, physics. So it was engineering, electrical specifically. I always find it interesting hearing different people's journeys to where they get to, because some people like completely know exactly what they want to do. And and other times, a bit like you, Jess, it kind of just, it's not something that's necessarily on the radar, but kind of you fall into and, and I find both so interesting. So obviously this episode is kind of focusing on placements and the role that they have in your career planning. That's something that you both have experience with. What has both of your experiences with placements been like and what would you say has been their role in helping you within your career? So I applied in my first year of my bachelor's to a programme called Power Academy, which is a scheme, not just a placement scheme, but like a full scholarship scheme run by the Institute of Engineering and Technology for electrical engineers specifically it allows you to apply to a certain number of companies within the uk they're all major players in the energy sector so it includes things like uh, national grid sse the uk atomic energy authority as well um, and some other very interesting power engineering and generally electrical engineering companies Um, so you will apply and you would you know, to the interviews and all that type of stuff. If you're successful, your company will offer you two months of my placement every year until you graduate um, and offer you a monetary bursary as well. So I did get that. I worked at Western Power Distribution, which was, well, it was called Western Power Distribution. It was recently acquired by National Grid. And I spent three summers there working in all sorts of things from field work so which is actually replacing the power cables transformers and all that type of equipment uh through systems protection also spend some time in the control center with customer service which is the call center basically the reason they do that really is because they want to get their power academy scholars to apply for the graduate scheme after that i want them to appreciate the business and how they're industry sector works as well uh, but for me personally besides these things which managed to be embedded in my head i also gained a really good understanding of some more general industry things such as health and safety and methods of operation which have been quite useful in my interviews for my current job for example and specifically the health and safety stuff I was asked questions on my actual job interview that I wouldn't have known otherwise. I would just be like, I don't know. But they were simply embedded in my head while I was uh, on a placement. So I I always knew I wanted to do a placement during my like sandwich year. And I started applying for lots of different like lab-based ones, which is kind of like what you expect from your placement when you're doing biomed and what everyone was kind of typically applying for. It was so competitive. And as I was going through it, it was like, actually, I'm not quite sure if this is what I want to be doing for a year. But the plan was to do it for a year anyway, and then I could really make my mind up where I wanted my career to go. But through the uni, there were some talks from previous interns and someone came in from Southampton Clinical Trials Unit to talk about their experience doing a year internship with them and um, at the time they weren't advertising 
But off the back of this talk, I went and inquired and managed to get a tour of the CTU around the hospital site and start inquiring and nudged them again just before the deadline. And I was lucky enough that they secured funding again. But that was the first lesson in itself. Like if you if you don't ask, you don't get. So I did my year there as a clinical data coordinator on their data team, which is basically like cleaning the data and talking to research staff and sites and getting this data ready for statistical analysis for publication and presenting. But there's a lot more like other tasks obviously going to that, so like a lot of testing for the databases that are built. As Alex said, learning so much more about like the wider industry and good clinical practice and all these other things that come part and parcel with working in research or, or any kind of other like healthcare role as well learning like the principles about patient safety and data integrity because part of my role every day was to check if any kind of serious adverse events had happened in trials that needed to be flagged or or followed up to make sure everybody was safe and I guess this was a this was a massive stepping stone for me because they offered to take me on part-time during my final year and continue to work for them and it was through getting to work with other like external stakeholders, so such as Syria who I work for now and getting my work out there. During my final year, Syria approached me asking to apply for one of their jobs. So it was a massive stepping stone there that I was essentially headhunted from my from my placement or the doors that it opened and being able to turn up to interview. And then again, as Alex said, and having the answer to the questions that you otherwise wouldn't have known that were so sector specific. And all the all the jargon that comes with it as well that you're just absolutely thrown into, and the comp- the confidence to do it as well to stand at that interview at the end of your degree and be like, actually, I have confidence in, in the knowledge that I was given in my degree and how I translated that for a year, and that I have the skills and the knowledge to do this. So I think whatever placement you do, that standing into that throwing you out into the graduate market afterwards was just invaluable experience. And I was interested because you said at the beginning that it was something that you always wanted to do. You knew going into your degree that you wanted to do a placement year. Alex, is that the same as you or is that kind of something that evolved whilst you were doing your degree? It's not something I thought about explicitly. It was always going to have to be a thing because there was, well, the monetary need to fund my life. Of course, uh, and it was embedded in us, I think, from all possible sources at the time that you should do, or you should try to do some sort of placement or your like an industry, even if you had the opportunity, because it gives you a massive experience and advantage over others who have not done anything in actual industry setting. Um, I mean, I guess they're right. Um, <laughs> it made sense at the time as well. But on this side of uh, the application process for jobs, and it's, yes, it is very true. Absolutely. But but yeah, yeah. I it I didn't pick where to go until I was here, but I always knew that I would have to apply for something. And it's interesting that both of you have kind of done different length placements, so you've had different experiences in terms of exposure to you know, the working world and the different career sectors that you both wanted to go into. For anybody that's listening that's considering a placement, do you have any kind of advice on, you know, the minimum lengths that you think that you should 
be doing a placement for or any particular insight into when is the best time of year if we're just going to do a few weeks or a couple of months or anything like that I think for me it'd be all about if you if you can fit it in obviously I did the year and I felt that gave me a really good grounding because I had so much time to kind of fit into just the job environment as well and that routine as as well as the job you're doing but if for whatever reason that that's you, you don't want to do that or it's not available and then like a summer placement I know that there's so much opportunity for summer placements as well so many advertised for here and uh, in the UK and abroad and I think that would probably give you enough time to kind of do all as I said like settle into that environment because like working in an office was a totally different ball game to doing my degree and that sort of routine and atmosphere but if you could only fit it into the summer then I think that would be enough time to give you a good grounding or just if you've got the opportunity to do it then I think no amount of time would be too small to make it not worth it. As I said earlier I did two months at the time which was sufficient I think and you could get sufficient exposure with less probably if it's less than a week it probably wouldn't even be a placement it would more be like um, these work experiences that people at GCSEs A-level sometimes do it would more be something more like that rather than a placement it wouldn't really give you that much of an understanding of your potential future job I agree I think the longer I was there the more opportunities obviously always present themselves as well and the more people that you get to go and meet or I got to go and attend a conference because I was there long enough that I had the opportunity to and they thought it'd be worth it and all the extra things that you can take on or put yourself forward for that are just all so much to talk about when it comes to interviews or like any any future interviews it might not even be for your immediate job out but you'll be talking about it for possibly the next one it's just such invaluable experience. And Jess, how did you find, because you did the year, obviously, sandwiched between your degree, so how did you find it coming back to university and to studying your degree after you'd had that year in industry on placement? It was definitely an adjustment. It was hard going back to like a different cohort. Uh, we didn't necessarily, a few names were familiar, but you'd never really mixed with them before. And I went back as well when it was the first, the last year where we were online completely as well. So obviously, I don't think I really met anyone from that cohort. And your usual support network has kind of disbanded. But I think the grounding that working in a nine to five gave me then going back to uni, like my time management, my need for routine and ability to work in the daytime and have more time to relax in the evening or go to societies was completely different. Like my attitude had kind of swapped in that routine and in a sense like I was excited to go back to having that little bit more flexibility for kind of self-directed study but I was also excited then for the opportunities that I knew would be coming and then post-degree it didn't feel like the prospect of graduating was as daunting as it was possibly previously I think it had taken a lot of that scary what if what's working life work compared to uni away because you've already seen it on the other side yeah Absolutely. And do both of you have any advice for people about how to go and get placements? Alex, I know that you kind of mentioned some places to look for, but do either of you have any other advice about where to find placements or how to make the most of your placements whilst you're there and how to sell that experience once you're going into job interviews and careers? 
for me doing STEM and specifically engineering, some of these schemes really just come to uni, advertise themselves. The IIT has this power academy for electronics engineers. They have equivalent scheme, which is also very popular. It, it literally comes to Southampton in the beginning of the year and advertises itself. <laughs> you would have to just not go to the events to uh, miss it. And other than that, a lot of the bigger names, especially in engineering disciplines, run some sort of summer placements. And it's worth looking at the area you want to kind of work in or at least areas that you're interested in at the time um, and finding out what are the big names in that area, um, looking through their career sections, seeing if they have placement opportunities there. There's also likely a lot of these are available well, are known to the university career service. And if you are struggling, I'm sure that they can help as well with uh, finding you something suitable that you can apply for. If you're already at a placement, you should treat it as something you want to do. Because if you treat it as you treat it, for example, uh, maths in GCSEs and you didn't really want to do them and you didn't pay attention in class or something, that's not how things are supposed to work at university level anymore. So once you're there, you should pay attention and you should ask questions and you should be a yes person just accept to do tasks ask for help when you can't i mean everyone there will know that you're not really qualified for most jobs yet so if they give you work it will be something that will help the company and help you understand the sector in the company better so everything you do will help you do that and that's actually the goal of the placement really so get stuck in is really my advice in that case and make sure it's on the cv on linkedin make sure you know what you learned uh, of these placements and try and think about what's actually going to be useful for you as a person and for the company that you're applying for different companies might be interested in slightly different skills so well we should extract something from that placement that we can markets towards a specific company but the mere fact that you were accepted you were there you already have some knowledge is good at least for graduate placements it's very good amazing jess i realize i've asked three questions in one but any advice you have about finding placements being on placements selling placements so in terms of how to find them as Alex said, the uni career services are really helpful. I found that my lecturers were actually, for summer placements and for year-long placements, would send round links that they saw or knew that would be advertising companies that they knew that did yearly placements, summer placements every time. Talking to people as well that you know that have done them or that the career service could put you in, in contact with or the mentoring service as well through Southampton. And just asking people, where did you do yours? Or like, do you know or where do you work now? And do you know if they still do placements? Because um, that's how I found mine. As I said, if you if you don't ask, you don't get. So don't be afraid to email companies and ask if you can't see it on their website. Are you going to be offering them this year? And then just bookmark them and keep an eye out. 
in terms of how to make the most of it, I, I completely agree with everything Alex said. I mean, you've just got to take the opportunity with both hands, put yourself forward for everything, volunteer for some tasks that they might not always seem the most exciting, but some of the things I put myself forward for then led to more exciting tasks or things that you get to take a little bit more responsibility for yourself, which is exciting in itself. And not being afraid to ask for help, that was also one that I just quickly scribbled down as well, that you're going to have so much jargon thrown at you, so many new experiences. As Alex said, you're going in as someone doing their degree that wants to learn these things. And the biggest piece of advice that someone gave to me was to keep a logbook of what I did every day during that year, because it was going to be really hard to remember what you did at the start compared to at the end. So I had a little diary that I just literally made the briefest of notes about what kind of things I encountered, say, or tasks, not detailed at all. But when it came back to look for applications or for the end of your assignment I had to do, it was so helpful and it's still really helpful for reflection now. And that will also be a good reminder, as I said, when you're selling your experience, you've got such a good reminder of um, all the things you took on, contributed to. The fact that you went and got a placement yourself makes you look proactive and passionate about what you're doing and really proves that you've got that drive to go far in in your career. So I think, as Alex said, the, the selling comes within itself. If you can talk about what you did and the fact that you went and got it, I think in itself makes you stand out as a candidate. Amazing. Well, lots of advice in that. So hopefully this has been helpful. I'm sure it has for everyone listening. Is there anything else that you both wanted to say about anything to do with placements and careers? I think my biggest piece of advice just in general was that you might not always know definitely what you want to do, but just take something that you're passionate about and just go with it because that will be your driving factor through all of it from placements to careers right for years to come. Thank you both so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure to chat to you both. And like I say, I'm sure this has been super helpful for everyone listening. Thank you so much again to Jess and Alex for coming onto the podcast and sharing your experiences about placements and internships. Hopefully you found this helpful and it's provided an interesting insight into how this can really benefit you in your career journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next month for the next episode. <laughs>